Welcome to the Pink Tron. Tonight I am joined by Antoinette. And Antoinette, what are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking this delicious um, strawberry lime thing called uh, Recorderlig, I think. I don't know. It's Swedish or something. I don't know, but it's delicious. Awesome. It tastes like a strawberry lime made with a little bit of booze in it. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. And perfect for where you are because I hear it's kind of hot there. Yep, it is still in the 90s here in Houston, so <laughs> it's very you hot. Gotta have those fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am also joined by Sean Fogenberg, who can tell everyone what both he and I are drinking. Uh, I made us a Martinez, which is Old Tom Gin, vermouth, uh, a little bit of maraschino liqueur, and orange and uh, Angostura bitters. Mm, that sounds it pretty good is and it feels pretty fancy and it's also a uh an old tom gin that uh was purchased at a really nice distillery in portland so we just, we were got just this. there a couple days ago yep, yep. Mm, very nice awesome and then well, we've got you know i have <laughs> i have three different backup drinks because i'm not sure which <laughs> thing i'll want next so sure only one of his three backups is actually alcohol. Yeah, there's two non-alcoholics and, and an Imperial <laughs> IPA. So we'll see how I'm feeling. They're all interesting, <laughs> but yeah, I also have a backup drink. It is uh, unclear nice. how long we're all going to chat. So Very nice. Yeah, my, um, my, my backup drink is always Dr. Pepper Zero because I'm an addict of that. So <laughs> And, and, and apparently uh, a recovery drink. Yes. <laughs> yes. A uh, lovely chocolate banana shake. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, let's start. We're going to have the week in herd racing, but let's start off with just a brief. We're going to get more into it, into Antoinette as we go on, because this is her first time on the podcast. Welcome. Um, Why were you drinking a recovery drink? What are you recovering from? Well, I was on the uh, Zwift Academy baseline ride um, tonight. So um, I am, I'm really feeling that about now. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was a tough one. Um, same ride as last year. I did the shorter one last year. And of course this year it's the same uh, for everybody. So yeah. Um, what are the three segments? Uh, let's see the Titans uh, or Titans Grove uh, reverse KOM. And then there's the uh, forward sprint in um uh, in Watopia and then the volcano climb. Okay. So medium, short, and long in that order. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> have you, have you gotten your, uh, your email saying what oh, your yeah. writer type is yet? You know, I haven't since I'm that fresh off the ride. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard that those have been taking sometimes upwards of a couple days, uh, but maybe they've started figuring that out because I guess earlier on, they were actually just getting, people were getting like, oh no, my writer type is exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> An empty email from Swift. Yes. Well. Or even worse that their, uh, their ride was, dra- uh, um, oh yeah. There banded. were a bunch of people that, <laughs> yeah. there were a bunch of people who, uh, yeah, it just didn't work right for, so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it worked right it for again. you. Yes, actually, it went really smoothly. I was surprised. I was a little um, apprehensive after hearing all the horror stories, but it worked like a charm. They, you know, the bike switches were very, um, very smooth, um, and uh, the directions were pretty clear. So, oh, right. um, on the Do screen, they, uh, did they tell you what type of bike they're putting you on for each segment? Um, no. Okay. 
No, they don't. Um, they um, actually, uh, they put, they just put you on a um, time trial bike every time. It just switches over automatically. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah. So, and you seem to be on like a, um, I think it's a, 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 like maybe a Canyon Air Road or something like that. That's got like a skin on it um, that's okay. specific to the ZA. So it's kind of, kind of a nice little uh, color change. And that's one of my favorite of the lower level bikes too, is the Aero. Yeah, so yep. <laughs> I that always like that one. It's a good all-rounder, uh, very good for, for any new racers or newer racers listening. If you're before a Tron, the Aero is going to often be the suggestion for what you'll want to ride for a lot of courses. So that's a nice one to know and to have. Yeah, I think the at the kind of mid-levels, there are a couple of there, the like Scott Foil and... yeah. Uh, I think there's another the one. The Scott Addict is also good, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, are, are you going to do all the workouts for Zwift Academy? Are you going to take this into like actually doing the program this year? Um, I'm going to try. <laughs> Last year, I kind of, um, I, I think I kind of was in it for like certain parts of gear. And then after I got those, I didn't really yeah. care. It was kind of an exercise for me in, um, not getting all the boxes checked off. Uh-huh. <laughs> so oh. a little self-control. <laughs> I, I, Antoinette, I get it. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was tough. Um, we'll see. I like, they mentioned that they have um, short and long workouts, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So I may see how short is short because my version of short may not be what they consider short. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. And I mean, I've got some, uh, uh, in real life, um, races that are coming up too. So I kind of need to, take it easy for that. It's a lot. Um, it's really easy to overtrain on Zero or on Zwift just in general. Yeah. So yep. you know, got to watch I'm that. I'm looking yeah. forward to asking you about those races for our segment at the end. That's going to be yeah. fun. Cool. Awesome. All right. Do we want to get started with what yeah. the uh, herd has on offer this week for races? Yeah. So uh, today's was the kickoff of the herd autumn racing experience. experience. Hair. 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 Chasing the hair. Uh, I think this was the Bologna time trial route. 8K, uh, 8K time trial uh, with the time trial module. Uh, so it's about 6K of down and then slightly up until you hit the 2K climb. Uh, if you've paced it correctly, those the flat and the climb will generally take you about the same amount of time. Um, I, there's there's not a lot to say about this. I think a lot of us have have done this many times uh, at this point, and it's always pretty hellish uh, on the climb. I would say, and and you know, Craig and I have talked about this lots of times on on here that the ideal pacing strategy is not to just sit at threshold the whole time. If you want to maximize your, uh, or, or minimize your time, you want to, uh, probably sit in the kind of sweet spot zone on the flat and then go as hard as you can on that brutal eight to 12, 15 minute climb, depending on, uh, what level you're at. Um, yeah, not, not a lot. I, I'm guessing none of us did that today and none of us, are you planning on doing it this weekend? Uh, No, (laughs) absolutely not. Uh, yeah, I'm on a rest week. We're both, we, we just did a, uh, big 
we we had our big thing this past Saturday. We did the uh, the Whistler Grand Fondo, uh, five and a half hour, five five hours and forty minutes of yeah. riding up uh, five hours and forty minutes, one hundred and twenty five ish kilometers and two thousand meters of climbing into oh. a headwind. Wow! <laughs> uh, but beautiful, so beautiful. Uh, the with an entire highway like one side the the go side of the highway entirely closed for us oh how uh, wonderful yeah and and we got to beat some zwifters in person for the first a whole time bunch of and it was like so exciting so i this is part of my like 40th birthday month celebration and i was just absolutely thrilled to be able to meet and quap christine barr Aaron T and Selena Faulkner. It was, it absolutely made my, like, I'm still, it was so, so rad. Like I've been talking to these ladies, you know, on messenger and on rides and races for a while. And yeah, so, so I haven't been on Zwift. I'm taking a rest because I did a cool thing. <laughs> we did it. Absolutely well-deserved. Only got to do the cool thing because I was on Zwift. So uh, I will say, that if you wanted to do that ride tomorrow, you are welcome to. You can. You if can I do, want to, if, if I you want to go do, in to do Bologna. Yeah, if you want to do twenty minutes of hard racing, <laughs> no one's going to stop you. Oh man, yeah, oh, but that's it's only what, eight kilometers. How hard yeah. can oh, it my be? God. <laughs> like I look at that, I see, I look at the hair list of races, and I'm like, oh, eight kilometers. Oh, that's short. Oh wait, it's Bologna. <laughs> right uh all right so next week's uh hair race mm -hmm. uh just so we get that out of the way is oh well so i think the only other thing to talk about with bologna is bike choice um and i do think that that is one where the t like a lighter tt bike is probably the choice um lighter tt bike maybe the disc wheels it's it's either disc wheels or something like the nb 7.8s or mm. something in that in that range um but you probably gain more on the flats than you're going to lose on that climb um yeah. there if you're in on the slower side it might be worth a bike change um at the base of the climb mm -hmm. uh if you can do it quickly uh, so for next week, the course is Innsbruck Ring with the new segment included. So there is now a KOM segment on the Lake Snapper. Mm -hmm. uh, it will be three laps. So what will that be? About 27. 26.6. Yeah, 26.6K yep. uh, with six. What? It's, so it's got yeah it's got fts yeah. fal and finishing points yeah uh so imagine a i mean it's it's basically similarly laid out to the zrl races or hsrl with fal points included so you can't just sit up ride easy and then hammer the uh segments uh the bike choice for this I, I'd say Tron. Yeah, I was going to say all-rounder. Tron or whatever your all-rounder is if you're pre-Tron. It's also very flat. 
except mostly for the snapper. except for the leg snapper. So if you are one of the faster or like higher watt per kilo people in your race, it might be worth it to do to go more arrow. There's a possibility that it, I'm probably going to try and ride this because I haven't actually gotten to do much where. Um, are you going to be here in town? Oh. Yeah, I probably I'm traveling would, too much. Whoops. Oh uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I would probably do the um do a disc wheel um just because um you know I know it's heavier up the hill, but you know I think it lets you recover a little better um on the flat, which yeah. is most of it. And I mean it's such a short climb; it's only like what two minutes, you know, two and a half minutes maybe. Probably less. Yeah, depending so, on. I mean, it really, you know, you can just crank it up that, and then I mean, you really pick up that speed going downhill um with yeah. the down or with the disc as well. And the, if it's 26, 26.6 kilometers, the A's are probably doing the leg snapper in like 45 seconds. Right. The, uh, yeah. the C's are usually in the, like the fast C's are in the like low one minute range. Right. Um, although it's three times, so it's going to be slower, yeah. but, but yeah. I, I take the point, like it's yep. disc it, wheels. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big right fan choice. of disc wheels just in general, like unless oh, yeah. it's unless it's like more Which than about, about like a five minute climb. <laughs> well, if I'm serious about racing, it's the, um, you know, the what is it, Arc DT Swiss things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then if I want a disc, but also I'm not super serious about it, it's those disco ones that you buy. At, Rainbow like, wheels. You know, yes, <laughs> I love those. Those are so much fun. Yeah, we have to we have to pump those up because Brent isn't on the podcast right now. And I'm oh. like sort of filling in for him as host. So nice. Rainbow disc wheels. Yay. We love you. They're Brent. so much. They're so cool. They just look yes. neat and it's fun, you know, <laughs> and looking neat makes you faster. That is so true. Uh, it's that science. So I mean, yes, if absolutely. you feel good, you're more positive about look the good, race. Look good, feel good, ride good. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, all right. So let's see. Moving on. Climber's Gambit. Uh, this week will be the Keith Hill KOM on Greatest London Loop Reverse. Uh, so the course starts, the, the climb actually starts pretty soon into this one. Uh, it looks like it's about, uh, what is that? 3K or so into the ride, the uh, climb will start. Ones. Okay, yeah. So probably one that you first. want to get your warm up in. Uh, and then the climb itself is, uh, sorry, let me open up the, the Strava segment. Is about, well, 2.6 miles, for, which is 4.1K uh at five ish percent uh but that is it's it's one that has essentially two segments so yeah. there's a climb for the first 1k or so that's at about seven percent then like even a descent and flat and then another uh climb that is another 3k 2k uh at up to 11, 12%. So there, this is a pretty steep climb. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely makes sense to be on your climbiest climby bike for this. Um, yeah. And segment times are gonna be somewhere in the nine to 20 minute range. Um, personally, be personal best for me was in the 16 minute range. That's a kind of mm -hmm. 
mid to fast C at that point. So yeah, this, this is going to be an interesting one. Definitely for this series. Yeah, it's a fun one. I remember getting absolutely crushed on, by uh, Carrie Bartlett on this one. It's uh, uh, That was Leaf Hill. That was Leaf. Oh, see, I always mix them up. Yeah, but uh, it's those those London the the Surrey Hills climbs are all they can be kind of rough they're pretty brutal yeah Yeah. especially when you're beginning like the ones that that when I started I was like oh my god what is this Mm -hmm. now I'm like okay I've got this it's not it doesn't feel good but (laughs) you know I can do this but yeah yeah. but yeah that definitely that one that where the, maybe this is the one they're doing next week or at uh, Climber's Gambit, um, where the KOM doesn't start until the middle of the hill. That's oh, that one's that's oh, oh boy, yep. that one's that one's a killer. It's <laughs> like, or no, you are you kidding me? We haven't even first. started the KOM yet. <laughs> what yep. am I doing? At least for for Climber's Gambit, the series, mm. you can go that first part that doesn't count as slow right. as you want to. It might take you a while, but that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, with this one it's going to start pretty early and yeah, yeah uh, to reiterate, definitely warm up first three kilometers in and getting onto this climb. You definitely want to get a warm up in first. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So the next uh, race is the herd of mountain goats uh, Sunday, Monday. And the route is Watopia Hilly route. Um, I am currently opening this up in Swift Companion because mm. I know that this will usually end like the the oh, mountain goats yeah. always ends on a climb uh, and it doesn't say how many laps so I'm assuming yeah on our uh, our nice little spreadsheet there's not a uh, an obvious place where this one actually ends so got to look into how long that's going to be um, and where that one will end yeah because the hilly route itself oh is a very short yeah i'm assuming that this is i'm assuming that it's one lap plus the climb yeah but i'm going to have to turn off the turtles uh yeah some of us haven't done mountain goats in a while and so this isn't a typical one that we keep tabs on so we're gonna be trying to heard of mountain goats oh 38.8 kilometers oh boy okay which is four laps and a bit so that's a lot that's a lot huh but it's a but KOM. Oh, this is going to be interesting. So, so basically, I think that'll at, be four laps plus the KOM uh-huh. ending on the top of the, the fifth KOM. So that means you do that. Yeah, do that KOM five times. Woohoo! So that's the the short, steep guy. Yeah, that's the hilly KOM forward. The right, like first KOM in the game. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's... that'll be an interesting race i'm not doing it um <laughs> bike choice for this uh tron yeah that's yeah it's a short enough kom uh and so much and of it is flat it's very flat outside of that mm-hmm. i think there's no other choice yeah tron or your most arrow all-arounder mm-hmm. uh yeah wow stampede uh we're up to the 25k stampede uh, this week on Magnificent Eight, 
that 25k will take you to oh where's the so oh. things aren't treating me well technical difficulties excuse us so that 25k will take you through so out around the volcano through the rollers uh back up uh over the reverse KOM, out along Fuego Flats, and then ends, 25K ends in Ocean Boulevard after coming out of the desert. So you do you do the climb out of uh, Saddle Springs, come down into the Ocean Boulevard, and it ends down in there. Uh, this is going to be, so the 25K will be, about huh. what 35 40 minutes no nope that'll be usually 20, about double it for d's 25 to 30 minutes is probably yeah for 25k 25k yeah I'd, no that's I would right say like 50 50 minutes for d's we yeah. usually <laughs> if it takes less that's great <laughs> yeah i was probably right the first time 35 to <laughs> yeah, 50 minutes yeah and then yeah bike choice for this we've got i mean you want to go fast arrow fast. just yeah. your fat your fast not even arrow fastest tt bike yeah it's a it's a tt get on a fast tt bike yeah and just you're gonna have to hammer it, on the climb it. but yeah for uh bullseye this week will be the two village loop mm. uh which is let's see there are five sprints uh in two laps so the country sprint oh, the village sprint okay. uh tw twice each and then the final uh lap sprint at the end uh so this is actually going to be about 25k as well um and it's an interesting course because this has the so that country sprint is immediately before a short climb up. You climb up the, uh, it's it's not a, a steep climb by any means, but it's right after a sprint. So people might be dropping off. Uh, you go up onto the dirt path through the farmland flats. Uh, and then, uh, go up to the village and sprint again at the uh, village sprint at the top of the, uh, where, where is that? Up in, <laughs> up in the castle where, I don't know which one the village sprint is. Yeah, I'm not as sure which one the village sprint is at this point. Yeah, it isn't, it looks like based on this route, it's in the castle district. Yeah. Yes. Yep okay and so yeah that's that's it goes up a little bit but you're gonna want a fast bike for those segments definitely yeah so arrow uh and i think that is the week in herd racing yep do we want to talk at all about uh zrl since there's probably a lot of folks who are racing next week uh we are in now the 
getting into the second week of ZRL. Antoinette, are you are you on one of the teams this this season? I am. I actually captain one of the teams, <laughs> um, the um, Bounding Bat, uh, Bobcats in the America's East uh, Women's D Division. And how did race one go? Yeah. It went really well. Um, we have a sister team, um, the Blazing Bat Bobcats, and they actually um, won the race. Um, we took the top three podium spots. Um, our yeah. racers, uh, a brand new racers, Stephanie and Valerie, and then our uh, uh, veteran Amber, um, they swept the category and really killed it. Nice. So got tons of points and it was great. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, they did a really great job. Uh, looking forward to this week. Yeah, um, I'm kind of hoping I can just sub this week. <laughs> every every season I say, you know what, I'll just sub and then I wind up racing every single time because that's how it goes. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Which is fine. When you're the captain, yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> right. You can either make it so that you set out or you're like, oh, I, I sh I'm needed. Yeah, yep, the exactly. team needs. Yeah, yep. park perimeter we loop. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. Got a draft. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's this crazy thing where it's like it's just never flat mm -hmm. it is never ever flat yeah so three laps 29k 380 meters of climbing harlem hill every lap is going to break things up 700 meters at five percent yeah. uh and then you've got the short little punch into a downhill sprint uh, so that sprint is going to be up for points every lap uh, and then rinse and repeat. Uh, looks like the power-ups this week are the anvil, uh, although I've heard some uh, rumors that the anvil is no longer going to hurt you going uphill, Yeah, which I, I'm not sure I love. Mm -hmm. I feel like, <laughs> like they're... The, this was one of those courses where the anvil could be useful, yeah. but you had to be smart about deploying it right. because you might end up still having your anvil on when you hit an uphill again. Um, so, you know, I guess good for the people who aren't paying as much attention. <laughs> uh, also the ghost. Um, not sure whether the ghost will ever be that important in this race. Um, the place that people are going to want to use it is in that little kick uphill into yeah. the sprint, but people are going to be going hard there anyway. Uh, and then, yep. Yeah. That's actually one of the few places that it can work is if everyone's mm -hmm. looking at each other yeah. and you're able to slip away. Oh, good call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost at the finish. If you've got mm -hmm. a ghost, then. I think I've used it effectively once over what two years of being in ZRL. I think once it's actually been like, oh, this actually worked. But most so of the time, I just, I just throw it away. The thing <laughs> yeah. that has worked best for me with the ghost is tricking someone into thinking I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. uh, in a small group, if you go to the back, hit like start looking like you're about to sprint and then hit your ghost, but then stop the other people will ramp up their effort and you can just draft off of them at, for that, for the time that you are ghosted. Wow. As they, <laughs> that is like 
Jedi master level yeah. <laughs> mind games. I love it. I, that is I, racing smarter. The, <laughs> the ghost is only 10 seconds. So you're not going to get that much of a gap anyway. True. And so sometimes just getting up, like using it to get other people to do work for you can yeah. be really useful. That's, That's always a thing you should use. If you can figure out anything to get other people to do work for you. Uh, absolutely. And then also the feather. Yes. Yeah. So that one will be the one that I think most people are hoping for. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Anyone new to ZRL who's listening to this and just racing in general, remember that you have a trash can. Use your trash can because sometimes you'll have a power up that's just, you get it at a weird time. It's not going to be useful. You could accidentally deploy it with, you know, a finger, a tap on your keyboard, a sweat drop. So just trash it instead. If you have the wherewithal to trash something and you don't think you're going to use it or you're nervous about how you would deploy it, junk it. I think the the upside is that uh, the anvil, if it if it doesn't hurt you uphill anymore, that was the that was the most junkable uh, of all yeah. the power ups. It's true. So you know, use it when you're going downhill and. Well, and another thing that I didn't realize, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but um, that if you go through an arch and you didn't use your power up yet, like you don't get a new one. Exactly. Is that right? Okay. So like yep. if you get a cruddy one, I mean, because I, I literally, I mean, I've been swifting, I think two and a half years now. And I just realized this within like the last six months that I was like, oh, I should have been throwing these away the whole time, you know, because right. like, I'm not going to get anything better until I get rid of that. So, so that's a good point. If you didn't use it, if you, even if you just like forgot and you just didn't use a power up and you're about to get to another banner and you have a power up, you don't really like trash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just look at that little garbage icon. Um, it looks like a uh, bike choice. Zwift Insider actually has all of this stuff up right now and it says arrow trumps lightweight and so depending on the type of rider you are and the type of race you're riding in you can go arrow or it looks like the other choice they're saying is tron and so if you're it says if you're worried about like the climbs if that's the type of rider you are where the climbs are going to be hard for you go all rounder but if you need to be a little bit faster in the sprints Like if I race this, so this is up in the air right now, depending on what my team needs, um, I am going to be racing it in mixed B. I would go arrow because climbs aren't going to be as much of a challenge for me, but the sprints, I'm going to be at a disadvantage, especially because that sprint is downhill. Mm. So if I put those disc wheels on and get a little bit more arrow, that will help me here. So think about who you're racing with what you're doing and decide on your bike choice with that. So Tron, or again, your most arrow, like all rounder bike, if you don't have the Tron yet. Yeah. And there's going to be lots of recons because ZRL is pretty big. So if you need a recon, find a recon, there will be something there for you and you can get all the tips that you need. I'm not sure we may have already missed it, but I did see James Bailey, uh, old, Old James uh, oh, posting something about uh, leading a recon ride uh, oh. through just on the Zwift Riders page earlier today. Oh. Um, That'd be fun. Yeah. And go ride with James. He's great. It may have already happened. Well, if I'm, you didn't get yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, may, I might have missed it. But. I have not been on Zwift recently. So, 
Yeah, we, we, unlike you, Antoinette, are getting a bit of a reprieve in terms of temperatures right now. So yeah. I have been prioritizing writing outside. Well, that's good, though. I mean, I, you know, here, um, you know, with the, most of the races are in the summer. So if you're not heat trained, you are, you know, and I, I did not heat train myself this year. And I really paid for it in a July race because it was just like, oh, my gosh, July I did not realize this. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a triathlon. So at least you're, you know, riding the bike soaking wet. Right. But right. still, I mean, it was it was hot, obviously. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And it was just kind of like, oof. I did. I should have been outside earlier. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, you'd think I'd learn my lesson, but I didn't. Well, I guess that, yeah, segues us really nicely into Antoinette. Welcome to the Pink Tron. It's so <laughs> well, nice you. to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Let's I'm talk about, let's talk about your, uh, just, okay. So we're all on Zwift. That's obvious. We'll get into that in a bit, but let's talk about like your outdoor races. You said you have some stuff that's upcoming. So. Yeah. So, um, I do triathlons and before you get all excited, it's not that impressive. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, not super fast, but I just really enjoy it. It's a really, doing, um, a pretty, you know, inclusive community. Um, doing so. them is impressive. Yeah, like well, doing them at all is impressive. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's just really most fun people because on bikes don't know how to swim. So, well, you know, most people in triathlons don't know how to swim, so yeah. <laughs> they're in good company. Like literally everybody's like, oh, I hate the swim. I'm like literally every triathlete hates the swim. <laughs> so, do you, do you, you know. hate the swim? Um, I used to, it was kind of like a necessary evil, but, um, you know, I love a challenge and, um, I took a few yeah. like private lessons to help with my form and make nice. it more efficient. Mm -hmm. And I also realized that, um, you know, especially like in the shorter races, like a sprint, um, you know, you're not, you're not going to shave that much time off of your, um, race with the swim, you know, it's like maybe 10 minutes out of like an hour and a half race, right. you know, <laughs> I mean, the biggest, the biggest gains you see are going to be on the bike and the run and the run is by far my weakest <laughs> um in fact this year because I wasn't heat trained I basically walked the run <laughs> so to speak and um but. you know uh but uh you know I've you know I've gotten used to it and the nice thing is the swim is the only place where you're um legally allowed to draft <laughs> so if you can oh, uh, get up there and get in somebody's draft you can again let them you know do the work for you <laughs> so uh yeah nice. but um yeah no um so yeah so I do um shorter triathlons um, and I have a, um, a quarter aqua bike, um, actually next weekend in central Texas. Um, that's, uh, I should know the distances by now. <laughs> I want to say it's like 1500 meter swim and 29 mile bike, I think something like that. So, um, yeah, so it's the triathlon without the run, <laughs> so. uh, the good parts of it. <laughs> that's awesome. Are you doing this on a tri bike or are you doing it on a road bike? What's your, uh, I do setup? ride a tri bike on it. Yeah. So, um, which I have a tiny little <laughs> road, uh, tri bike. Um, it's a, got 650 wheels and people stare at it. Cause it's just, the, it's like a 45 centimeter, um, Cervelo. <laughs> it's tiny. And I love Ooh. it because it's like, it's just the perfect size. And I mean, I feel really fast on it. Um, so, you know, but yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's fun to ride. Um, they're very twitchy. <laughs> they're, uh, they're not necessarily the safest bikes ever, but uh, <laughs> twitchy sounds scary, but I am going to have to talk to you about this because be. I do have try, I have triathlon dreams. Mm, so yes, I, I would it. eventually like to do at least a sprint try. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Do it. So how long have you been doing triathlons? Oh gosh. Um, 
three years, I think, three or four okay. years, something cool. like that. Um, yeah. So because so I started you found out that running before Zwifting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I started out running like 10 years ago. Okay. Um, I was always someone who was like, oh, I, I can't run, you know, mm -hmm. um, like I can maybe run a block. And then I kind of learned to run. And some people are like, what do you mean you'd learn to run? Everybody knows how to run. It's like, no, nope. I learned how to like run for longer than, uh, you know, and to yes. like realize what's running and what's like, okay, something you can sustain for a period of time and what works for me and what works for me is intervals. And form. Yeah. And form, like, you know, yeah. People can yeah. run, but watch right. folks running in movies. Some people mm -hmm. can like, they, right. <laughs> you know, I love the doctor. I love Dr. Who. I love David Tennant. Don't watch him run. It is, it's sad. <laughs> it makes me cry. Like, I'm like you're hurting yourself. Don't do that. Well, now yeah. I'm obviously going to have to go watch him run. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you have to, you have to learn, um, you know, what works for you. I mean, I, I remember I very briefly ran track in like seventh grade and got shin splints immediately. And, you know, now I know that, okay, you know, shoes are important and, yes. you know, and not pounding the crap out of my feet, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but learning what worked for me and, and, you know, going with that and, you know, cause it's, you know, I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm doing it for myself. So, um, it doesn't matter what, you know, other people are doing. It's all about, you know, what works for me. So, um, I got into that and then was like, well, I guess I'll try triathlon. Like, I'm like, I can ride a bike, you know? And, um, and then, you know, of course, obviously the swim, like you said, but they do have, you know, duathlons. And I think I started with those, um, where it's a short run and then a bike ride and then another little bit longer run. Um, and then I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's try the swim. And, just kind of like oh it's kind of nice being on the bike in the summer when you're like soaking wet and it keeps you cooler and you know so it's it's fun um so yeah that's how I got into it awesome and so then what led from that how did you find Zwift what got you into virtual riding um, so like right around the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, I had been kind of thinking about getting a trainer, but you know, they were so expensive and mm. I was like, uh, you know, and I'd been doing spin classes at my gym and, um, I think it was like, just as like lockdowns were starting, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to grab a trainer. And I was able to get one before, like they sold out of like everything on the planet. Nice. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, I had, you know, I'd heard about Zwift. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I didn't really know what to expect. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. It's like a spin class in my house. I don't have to go anywhere, which is, I mean, that has its good and bad things. Cause now I'm like, now I don't ever want to leave the house. So I have trouble actually getting outside for <laughs> in real life rides. Me too. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard when it's just like, and I mean, you know, of course, obviously, you know, if you live in, in a, um, an urban area, I mean, it's hard to find uh -huh. anywhere to ride safely. Um, even though in our actual neighborhood, really people are pretty respectful, um, of bikes and there's, right. you know, but, um, I mean, and that's just our immediate area. I mean, there's definitely some, you know, I mean, Houston's a big town. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's not a lot of places that are, you know, safe. And, um, I mean, it only takes one time to not be safe too, but, um, you know, so, I mean, I hate driving to, I hate taking my bike somewhere to ride it. I'm like, mm -hmm. I want to just walk out the door and ride. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, so that's, that's a struggle to, you know, <laughs> get over that and just go outside. Cause I'm always glad I did it. It's just, 
it's hard. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the energy to get, it's like, it's, it's up a steep hill to get yes. to there. And yes. yeah, you want it to be as easy as possible. And exactly. Challenging. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, it just, it almost, it seems in some ways, it seems like it defeats the purpose, you know, to be like, hey, I have to drive somewhere to go exercise on my bike, you know? Yep. <laughs> and I mean, it, it you know, I, I grew up riding my bike everywhere, you know, and I mean, that was my transportation. And mm. I love that now. And even now, you know, like, I'll go to our neighborhood lap pool and I try to ride my bike there instead of driving you know because it's like okay you know what that's just a little bit of outside time and you know less carbon emissions (laughs) always good always good yeah I know I get I commute to work Mm. and so and my commute is short it's like less than four kilometers it's nice yeah not not that big of a deal um adds up yep it adds up but it's like I do have like my bags it's a little heavy so it's mm-hmm. not exactly the same but it is a road bike that I turned into a commuter so it's nice <laughs> yeah so how did you find the herd and um I'm trying to even think um you know, I think I was just kind of like fumbling around at first, like doing what I now know are free rides, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, you know, like, oh, okay, I guess there's events too. And, you know, I'm just kind of finding those. Um, thankfully, I didn't really have the experience that some people have of, you know, joining um, rides that were, you know, either too hard for them or were not at the advertised pace or anything. Um, <laughs> and I actually had uh, someone who was on my um uh, in real life uh, bike team for the MS 150 she um, was actually in the herd and I had asked her I'm like what's the herd you know and um, she's like oh it's just this you know this group of people and they're really you know they're really supportive and stuff I'm like oh okay I'll check that out and so you know and I've basically been hooked ever since <laughs> so I'm not even sure she's on you know on Swift very much anymore <laughs> right, right. but I'm like I'm like <laughs> I drank the Kool-Aid man I'm here <laughs> she told you about it and so yeah. did, you, did you start doing group rides like how did you transition I guess from doing free or group rides to racing because oh let me think um let's see I you know I think there was uh somebody had come on to the just the general herd page on Facebook Mm -hmm. and said hey you know we're looking for you know people who want to race um the team time trial on Thursdays it's really good you know (laughs) They didn't say this, but a good gateway drug to, you know, racing (laughs) and, um, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'll try it out, you know, because they're like, you know, no experience necessary. I'm like, that's me right here. (laughs) You know, I have no experience. And um, yeah. And so let's see, this would have been. August of 2020. So um, and at the time in the zone. I think, I don't know. Now it's like 17 or 18, (laughs) whatever it was. then. I think back then it was like zone 10 or something. Uh Uh Um, But the, uh, the 630 central time um, in the evenings on Thursdays, Uh, but they had um, four women's teams, which is amazing. Now we, you know, it's, it's a little more difficult um, to get so many because ZRLs kind of cannibalized some of that too. (laughs) You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to do even two races a week. So yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's how I started out and, you know, um, really enjoyed it. And I uh, got dropped. Um, my very first race was on RGV. So I uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. got dropped on Les Intestines. Uh, <laughs> so the guts. Yes. But, yep, uh, no, I, I mean, it was just it was really fun and it pushed me, you know, harder than I'd been pushed before. And it was great because, you know, it was teaching me how to race and meeting people it was it was really fun so, and people yeah, were nice 
Yes, exactly. I imagine. Like yes, that's, extremely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's always the greatest thing is like, uh, I think mm-hmm. Craig has said this before, aggressively nice. Yes. <laughs> well, and you know, the I think the most common thing I hear from people who are new to racing, especially, you know, if their first experience is team time trial, but even if it's not, if they haven't done one, if they've just kind of been racing on their own or whatever, is I don't want to slow the team down. I don't yep. want to drag the team down. And, you know, that's, I'm always like, no, there isn't any such thing as dragging the team down because we're strong together you know you we all benefit from staying together and you know don't ever worry about saying hey can we slow down a little bit because for one thing the whole point is to stay together (laughs) you know especially in you know like some of the more developmental teams you know it's not to like you know destroy your body and you know defeat the competition it's to stay together and work together and you know um but also i'm like you know guaranteed at least one other person on the team wishes we would slow down And is like in fact, nervous. most people do. <laughs> yep. Yep. And is like nervous to say something and is yep. worried that they're going to be. And it's, yeah, the herd is just broadly not like that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah, not the way that, yeah, it's supportive. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I love that. And, you know, I love that, you know, if somebody's kind of fallen off the back, nobody's going, oh, you know, Jane is falling, you know, Jane's off the back, everybody, you know, they're just like, Hey, we have a split, you know, it's not, you know, the point isn't to embarrass you or to be like, Hey, hurry up. You know, the point is we need to get them back in, you know? (laughs) And uh, yeah. So if anything, I've had the opposite experience where I'm like, no, really I'm done. Leave me, please leave me. They're like, no, we're not leaving anyone this right. I'm like, I like, Okay, yeah, no, for real, to, like, leave me. With the ride, I have to quit the okay, you guys are yes. uh, no, no, I'm 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 cooked. Seriously. Yep. I I've had that wanna... too. Well, and, and then of course, you know, every once in a while there's uh when there's a huge mismatch of uh what's um mm. you know where they're like, oh, all you have to do is draft. It's like, no, but like, you're going no. like 3.9, and like for me to draft with you, that's still way over my threshold. <laughs> So there are limits sometimes, but you know, if there's, you know, most people can be like, you know what, if I have to go at like, you know, zone one to, you know, for you to keep up with me, then that's fine. You know, (laughs) I mean, because, and honestly, you know, I tell people, I'm like, look, if, you know, if people want to, you know, kill themselves in a race and get mad because somebody can't keep up with them, then they need to go do individual races. You know, (laughs) that's, that's not what team time trial is about. Yeah. So how did you move from that, like, to captaining a team? Like, that's, you're taking on some stuff there. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, how did I do that? I don't remember. Well, let's see. Oh, I think it was um, in the first ERL season, um, I was, I think, captaining the Zebras. Um, mm. Because for some reason, we had the Zebras and the Bobcats, I think, that were both D teams in okay. America's East. Um, you know, because, of course, it was the first season, it wasn't like, okay, maybe we should have, you know, combined yeah. these teams. <laughs> things are, things are wiggly. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so I think it was just kind of, cause nobody else stepped up, you know, the usual, <laughs> like somebody, mm-hmm. anybody, okay, fine. What do I have to do? You know, I mean, it's mostly administrative stuff and yep. um, yeah. And it's Wrangling. funny cause um, yeah, exactly. And honestly, um, let's see, I think I would say about half of that team is still with us. Um, We have some, you know, people who have been with us the entire time. So it's pretty great um, to have that, you know, history to be like, hey, remember when we were, you know, zebras? And of course we were still like, there was a lot more of um, like adding throughout the season too. 
um, because there weren't as many rules like, you know, you could only be on so many teams. Mm. And I think you could only like you could have more team members per team or something like that. And, you know, there were they made it a lot more restrictive because some teams were definitely um, abusing <laughs> that and putting putting some ringers on uh, ringers in there for certain races. <laughs> so I'm shocked. Yeah, Maybe I know it. it's weird because <laughs> it's usually pretty fair. Um, but yeah. People really love winning their uh, garage bike races. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah and that's what I that's that's one thing I love about um you know our teams is that while there's a competitive spirit I mean they recognize that you know I mean it's it's a game and it's not even a, a you know a fair game necessarily all the time because you don't know what people are writing somebody could be on a spin bike with a power meter and you know be cranking out insane watts and you know but in real, reality they have like no fitness at all you know and I mean it's like that's okay you know <laughs> just they're you know still, focus on focus on yourself you know <laughs> still it's it's still a bunch of people working as hard as they can mm-hmm. exactly yep. yep you're just controlling a video game with a bike instead right. of a controller yes exactly so, yeah and as long as you're having fun and you're around people who are cool and yeah it's it's all good absolutely yeah, I have a great time. And every, every season when I'm tired, I'm like, I'm not doing it again. And then of course I come back <laughs> and I captain. I'm like, okay, well, I'll come back, but I'm just going to captain. Well, and then I wind up racing every race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you get a little bit of a reprieve and you're like, oh, I had just enough rest to, and I think like, it's interesting because of course they're changing ZRL as we go and they mm-hmm. will continue to. So now we've got three, six week rounds and yeah. And so that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Maybe a yeah. little bit less fatigue, a little bit less, like right. a little bit more opportunity to try other races because mm-hmm. yeah, there's benefits to doing team racing. There's also benefits to doing individual racing. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you get to choose a little bit more now with this six week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. And that's, that's one thing with the online racing is, um, it's really easy to overtrain on Zwift because, you know, in real life, you know, you train for like one race every, you know, couple months or so, you know, and I mean, people are like, you know, going full effort, you know, two, three more times a week, you know, and really the absolute most they really should be doing that is maybe two times a week. And then, you know, definitely making the, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a coach or a trainer, but, you know, just based on, you know, what I've learned in my own training is, you know, you've got to really make that recovery very, like you have to recover hard too, you know, you have to sleep and you have to do the easy rides even easier than you think you do. And it's hard days, hard, easy days, easy, like actually easy. easy. Yes. I have had to like, stop myself from um oh yeah you kind of mentioned this earlier you're clearly a completionist I'm Mm -hmm. a completionist as well where it's like oh I I need to get all these little these little things you can't Mm -hmm. do that like I have had to literally if I'm doing a a zone two a very or zone one ride no sprints Mm -hmm. you see a sprint banner avoid it don't sprint that because you're doing an easy day and if you if you push that it's not that's not a good thing like yes you see a sprint banner and you want to sprint or you want to do don't well and even even to go like hey oh mellow monday that should be okay and i mean there's times in my training plans you know because of my um you know my uh you know watts per kilogram and everything um you know it's 
sometimes mellow Monday is too hard, you know, mm -hmm. for, for what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I should be doing like basically, you know, a zone zero or one ride. Right. And it's like, nope, I need right. to, you know, I need to go lower, you know, and, You're or like, even just do there. like, right. Or even just do like half an hour instead of an hour. Yeah. Um, so I've done yeah. one of um, Stuart Barrington's plans. He made, he wrote up a plan for um, some Zwift teams uh, or ZRL teams a few years ago and, yeah. or a couple of years ago. And he, um, and it, it, it was a real eye opener as far as like what recovery really should look like to see a coach, you know, mm -hmm. so who's a legitimate you know, coach in real life yep. to go, okay, if you're racing this often, if you're doing this hard of effort, here's what you should be doing the rest of the week. And that was, that was a huge awakening for me to go, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, it, it did, it made a difference um, we to, should actually, to really like, get that recovery in. We should put his episode in the the comments of this yes. one because we did have him on. And so he talked about that kind of stuff because yeah, yeah. it's, it's really easy. Like I hear about all these races and we talk about it on this podcast and we're like oh there's all these races they all sound so cool I want to do mm -hmm. every single race yes but to do that would just be stressing right things that in a way that isn't actually useful mm -hmm. and so it's it's it can be hard to pull back right but to actually decide which races are important to you absolutely and we saw that in um, ZRL actually the first uh, let's see the first uh probably calendar year of it we saw a lot um a lot of injuries um from overuse mm. you know even though you know i knew because of being an in real life you know athlete <laughs> for lack yeah. of a better term you know i knew and you know it's like okay you guys have got to you know you can't let fomo get you you know it's really it's so easy to be like oh i feel so strong okay i'm gonna race you know i'm gonna race tomorrow because i feel strong and the day after right. that and the day after that and it's like okay and then of course the natural response especially if you're a competitive person if you're like oh well now i'm not feeling as strong or i'm starting to lose power i clearly need to work harder and it's like Ooh. no that means you're probably overtraining you, you know yeah. and you gotta you gotta rest um yep. but yeah and we've seen a lot fewer injuries um um, since we've kind of had more um, consistency in our teams, um, awesome. you know, people who aren't necessarily brand new to Zwift, but also, you know, who are more likely to listen when we're going, okay, you've got to take recovery seriously. You know, yeah. we don't want you to get hurt. We want you to enjoy the season and not have to sit out because you're in pain or try to muscle through it because you absolutely shouldn't do that. So, <laughs> yeah. That's a really cool aspect to support people. And mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I fear that we could go on forever and turn this into more of a mini conversation. So we should probably. <laughs> I have one more question, oh. which is uh, either personally or team wise, do you have any particular race that you like best remember or like was really sticks in your head as something that was really great? Hmm. Oh gosh, I probably do somewhere in there. <laughs> um, Even like first thing to mind, outdoor yeah. and Zwift. Yeah. Um, probably, it probably would be one of my outdoor races. Like last summer, so summer of 2021, um, you know, because I'd been training on Zwift and I really took my actual tri training seriously and I was doing a lot of outdoor rides, had a really strong race season. Um, and I mean, I killed it on, um, there's actually a triathlon in my neighborhood every year. That's the one in July. And that's kind of my benchmark race because it's mm -hmm. always the same distance. It's always the same route. So it's an easy one to 
um, you know, to go, okay, how did I do this year? How did that compare? How did I feel? You know, that kind of thing. And um, last year, I mean, just the bike was incredible. Like I averaged, I think 20.9 miles an hour, which for me is amazing. Granted, it's very, very flat, (laughs) but you know, I mean, it just, for me, that was amazing. Cause when I started triathlons, um, I was on like a cruiser bike and I think I, I think I was riding like 13 miles an hour, you know, and then moved up to like a borrowed mountain bike and then a road bike. And that was, had a brake dragging. And so to be at almost 29 miles an hour and to feel good, like I felt amazing. It wasn't like, oh my God, I'm killing myself. I just felt really strong. So yeah, that would, that would probably be my favorite so far. All right. Well, now I have a goal. I'll have to come out there and do that one with you. There you go. Do it. Yeah. Just come to Texas. I, that's the thing. Now I've <laughs> taken one bike trip to meet folks. I want to take all the bike trips. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I did that last year. Um, actually, we were in Boston and um, we nice. uh, um, uh, met up with someone who um, from our ZRL team who lives there and we rode bikes around Cape Cod together. So that was really fun. Oh, yeah, it cool. was great. Yeah. When we were when we were up in uh, Vancouver and Whistler, uh, she was basically making plans for all the other bike trips she's now going to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. All Listen. right. Well, welcome, Antoinette. We are definitely going to have you on the Pink Tron more. It is awesome. wonderful to have you here. And thank you for giving us a little, uh, you know, intro into who you are and why you're here. We really appreciate it. Sure. So, I'm glad to be here. Um, I mean, I can talk for days, so... <laughs> All My of friends us will are tell probably you. <laughs> a little chatty. So yeah, well. Yep, yep. Yeah, I heard folks on the podcast. Professional and chatty. <laughs> One of those is definitely true. The other is... Uh... That's okay. <laughs> All right. And with that, good luck racing, everyone. Big old moves. And enjoy all of your rides and races. Thanks. Yeah.